from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. You're listening to the C-Plan Do Show. Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. Keep the check. Damn this shit, blame it. The drip, yeah, I fit it up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I fit it up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I've been on the flex since flex zone. Neighborhood all in your eardrums. I ain't never scared like bone crush. Boy, I got God, don't fear none. My line busy, take no calls. Feels like I don't have no flaws. Snakes in the grass, cut those off. Yo, squad shady, my bros rock. No breaks, sweet, go, 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 go. Throw shade, that's a no, no, no. Go high, go low, low, low. Like spinning in a 644. Cash money like 504. Ball like AD24. No sleep, need more, more, more. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drip, yeah, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. What's up, everybody? What's up? Happy Pod Day! Yeah! Woo! What's up, everybody? What's up? I'm not going to lie, guys. I had my headphones on, right? I was supposed to start wearing my headphones. And so today was the actual first time I really, really got to hear what you guys hear. So I'm sorry if I busted your eardrums out. Uh, if you've been rocking with me for the last three seasons. But what's up, everybody? What is up? Welcome to the Seek Plan Do Show with me, professional life and business coach, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Your, your life coach's favorite life coach's favorite life coach, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me out and about, when you see me in these streets, always remember, please don't forget the junior. Please, please, please don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops and welcome to another power packed podcast here. All right. And so with this episode, episode season three, episode deuce, deuce 22 entitled gender roles. I have one of my very special friends on the show today as we talk about gender roles. All right. But first shout outs go first. All right. First, happy black history month. Shout out to everyone watching this or listening to this on your favorite streaming platform. Shout out to my day one listeners, my executive producers, my Patreon supporters, uh, people that are listening, watching from all over the world. Guess what, guys? I did a deep dive on the stats the other day, and I realized that U.S. is not the only country that watches and listens to the show. So shout out to you if you're in Germany, if you're in Australia, if you're in Canada, if you're in France. Shout out to you guys, man. And guess what? In the comment section, if you're watching this, just say where you're from. All right? So shout out to everyone watching and listening to the show. I can't do it without you guys. All right? So thank you so, so much. So here, season three, episode 22, gender roles. 
I'll also be having for my appetizer. I'll be talking about for Black History Month, people you should know, but you probably don't. All right. So without further ado, can we just jump right into our C plan do moment of the week? Of course, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland. So right after a brief commercial break, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. And so let's just jump right into your, your C-Plan Do moment of the week. And it's entitled, spoiler alert, nobody cares. Now, I don't want you to think that when I'm saying that nobody cares, that nobody cares about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the energy at times when we first start something and we first get really excited. We want to go to social media. We want to shout out from the heavens what we're about to start doing. I've seen it too many times. I've been exposed to it too many times. You'll, you'll look to do a partnership or startup. And next thing you know, someone's going straight to social media and saying what they're about to do. Hey, guys, coming down, coming through, coming soon. And all I say is that, guess what? Nobody cares. And what I mean by nobody cares, give us the final product. Too many times people start being an I'm a star person. What's an I'm a star person, Gary? I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start doing that. All I say is take that energy, and it's exciting to start something, but take that energy and convert it to your work and then let us see the, the end result. If you think when we see those, uh, when we see those different before and after pictures, we don't care about the before. We only care about the after. The after supports the amazing transition to the before. So all I want you to do is from now on, guess what? Just show us the work. Show us the end result. Show us the work. There you go. Because ultimately, nobody cares in the beginning. You may have some people that, of course, are going to be there to support you. But in that beginning, when you're shouting out, hey, hey, guys, I'm doing something, nobody cares. We care about the end result. And all I, and all I, and I, here's a challenge I have for you starting right now. We're not waiting till March the 1st. We're not made it to wait. We're not waiting till after the Super Bowl. We're not doing all those things. Right now, I want you to dedicate six months of laser focused energy on the things that you want to do. Social media doesn't need to know. All right. People don't need to know. Just show them. All right. That is your C Play Do moment of the week. Spoiler alert. Nobody cares. All right. But we do care about you. But show us the work. All right, let's get to our Greenlight Entertainment Song of the Week. Now, hey, guys, if you're on YouTube, unfortunately, you know, YouTube is not playing that. So in the comment section, it's going to be the Song of the Week as well as the uh, the Song of the Week as well as the intro songs. You know, I'm doing different intro songs every week, and I do a different Song of the Week. So just make sure you listen to them, or you can follow along. All right? So commercial break, and then we're right back to it. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event, contact Greenlight Entertainment today. With our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service, we look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's jump right into our appetizer of the evening. All right, season three, episode 22. I have a dear, dear friend, Aeneas, in the building, and she, we're going to rock and roll. All right, as we talk about gender roles. So your appetizers is going to be this evening in reference to Black History Month, celebrating, celebrating and honoring Black History Month. Here are some black people that you should know, but you probably don't. All right. I, I, of course, in school, we're only taught a certain amount of people. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Oprah Winfrey, Jesse Owens. That's about it. Right. But there are tons of other people who have done tons of work behind the scenes. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be promoting and sharing that information with you. Right. First person, Shirley Chisholm. You probably have heard about Shirley Chisholm. All right. If you do not know who Shirley Chisholm is, she was the first black woman elected to Congress. First black woman elected to Congress. And guess what? In 1972, became the first woman to run for the Democratic Party presidential nomination. All right. And guess what her slogan was? Unbought and unbossed. That was her slogan. Okay, so Shirley Chisholm. Next one is going to be Bessie Coleman. And who's Bessie Coleman? Bessie Coleman was the first black pilot, licensed pilot in the world. Bessie Coleman. You know, we quickly highlight Amelia Earhart, and she's great, but I'm pretty sure you didn't hear, you didn't know about Bessie Coleman. Bessie Coleman, first black licensed pilot in the world. And third, I thought about my son. I thought about gaming. I had a conversation about gaming yesterday. Jerry Lawson. And Jerry Lawson is considered the father of modern gaming. And here's why he's the father of modern gaming. Back in the day, you only could play one game for a console. That was it. I know some of you guys are listening to this now. If you're, if, you know, you're like, what do you mean? You could only play one game for the console. That was it. It came as a package. Okay. But here's Jerry Lawson came through. And now he's the one who designed a console with switchable cartridges. So Atari used that. 
Sega, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. Think about this. Now we have the opportunity. We could be on any game. So thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Mr. Lawson. So those are the three. I'm going to keep doing them. I love I love doing the research and looking up different people that I didn't know about, right? So if you have some, if you have some facts of people you did not know or some that you want to drop, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop it below. If you're on my social media pages, drop it below, okay? And as always, like, share, and subscribe this page, okay? And of course, thank you for your support. All right, now, the second part of the appetizer, if you have been watching the show since its inception, You'll see, you see the transition. You see the growth. You see this microphone. You see my headphones on, right? I wanted to just relay again. Guess what, guys? I'm on Patreon. All right? There's a lot of big news swirling around about Patreon now, but I just wanted to highlight, because we're getting a lot of spotlight on Patreon, that I, the Seat Plan Do show is on Patreon. And guess what? Starting this week, you will get, if you are a Patreon supporter on any tier, you will have access to exclusive content. And one of the things that I'm going to be offering and dropping is my is TV and movie reviews. So WandaVision, I'm going to be talking about that after each episode. Uh, I'm going to be watching a couple of movies, and guess what? We're going to be able to talk about it. So if you're looking to have that exclusive content, that behind-the-scenes content, please check me out as a pay and become a Patreon supporter. The link will be below. It'll be in all of the information. And if you go to the C-Plan Do website, It'll pop right up. So I look forward to you supporting the show outside of you being amazing and supporting and liking and sharing and subscribing, all those wonderful things. You can take it a step further and be a Patreon supporter. All right. That is your appetizer of the week. And can we get to the delicious entree? Season three, episode 22, entitled Gender Roles. All right. And I have a very, 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 very special guest in the building. Let me bring on right now. Ania. What's up? Hey. Oh, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. It's been <laughs> days. Right. All <laughs> right. So guess what, guys? Ania is a friend of the show, has amazing conversations. And the other day we were talking about dating and relationships. And we 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 heart we touched on gender roles a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I thought, why not have her on the show so we can talk about it in depth? Yeah. All right. For you, for you. That could have <laughs> been between me and her, but we bringing you in. You in it now. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's talk about gender roles. You ready to dive in? Let's go. But before we dive in, come on, guys. <laughs> she thought we were just going to get right to the entree. Thanks. We have to do our wonderful little segment sponsored by theloanclothing.com entitled Fuego Rapido! And Fuego Rapido sponsored by theloanclothing.com and so guess what? If you want to buy official, official merch of the C-Plan Do show, guess what, guys? Go straight there. You'll see stickers. You'll see coffee mugs. You'll see all the different types of things that I offer on this show. Right now, I have I just dropped a new shirt, which is entitled Dreamer. So if you're a dreamer, get in on that. All right? One of my favorite ones that I dropped before that one is entitled Everything Will Be Okay. And I want you to get that shirt. Even if right now you're going through a tough time, I want you to get that shirt. Okay, so yeah. Fuego Rapido, can we get to these some of these rapid fire questions, Ania? Sure. All right, first question, as always, flats or drums? Flats. Okay, all right, she's already on board, guys. She's doing well. She's doing well. I need <laughs> well. 
All right. Next question. We're going to get right to it, guys. I'm not even, you know what? For the rest of the season, I'm not even playing with people. Anaya, what are your thoughts on candy corn? No. A hell no. A resounding hell no. See, this is why I'm going to start doing solo shows. I'm going to start. And I'm also going to start choosing my friends a little bit more carefully. Forget your goals. Me too. Had I known. And yeah, had I known. Could have had Caesar on this show. Right, I w- instead of asking you about your dreams and being like-minded person and and focused and ambitious, I'm gonna start asking y'all asses. Hey, uh, do you like candy corn? Yes or nah? <laughs> That's gonna be it. all right. But let's get to these other questions. Can we get to some other questions? Oh. All right, here we go. Right here. When you think about success, who comes to mind and why? So it's not a particular person that comes to my mind. But to describe that person, they would just be happy and they would have peace in That's their life. Mm-hmm. That's great, right? Because clearly we don't, and, and everybody has their own definition of success. Because some people might say, you know, I have want to have a whole bunch of money. One mm-hmm. of the components of my success would be that I do not want to make decisions based upon money. But I don't want money leading my life. I don't, I don't, I don't do that now. Right. As a thousand there. So when I become a millionaire, <laughs> I'm not going to let money lead my life. Right. All right. That was good. I like that. Ooh, like, look at this one. Ooh, ooh. What is your guilty pleasure? Terrible TV, a.k.a. trash TV, a.k.a. reality shows. Of course. Of course. Yep. All right. That was good. All right. Last one. Can we do one more? One more. Let's go. Oh, I like this one. This is sweet. What do you value most in your friends? Support. Yeah. Support goes a long way. You know what I thought about in here? One, one day on social media, right? I had posted a simple question. Mm-hmm. If your friends are doing something, like in, it, in that context, I'm in a business. If your friends have a business right. and you don't support them, are you really friends? Mm. And you should have seen like that. It, it got to easily over 200 comments. And it was 200 comments of either some people saying no and then some other people just really trying to defend. And I'm thinking like, well, some people are like, well, what if, oh, well, what if it's something I don't agree with? And I'm like, well, as their friend, you should say something. Uh, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that because... I've seen people that I like, I think the word friend is also the thing here. Yeah. Cause there's a difference between an acquaintance and a friend. Like if that's my friend, I'm going to support them. That's what I'm talking about. Friend. Regardless. Right. Yeah. If it's not an associate or something like that. Cause I think sometimes too, when we know people, we feel pressure to plug their endeavors. But what if that person isn't consistent themselves? Then you can't. Then you you know what I mean? Like there, there have been things that, or the quality of it, you really don't fuck with. It's like, mm. right? Then you got to. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like it's hard, but that's hard to tell somebody too if it's like something they're passionate about or whatever. But this is a tough spot. If you're their friend, then you have to tell them. That's my that's my viewpoint. Because if I'm not, then I'm an associate to you. Because what's the difference? An, an associate and a friend, or a good time associate. 
They're just there for the good times. They're not there to invest in you. Investing in someone is saying, yo, what's going on here? Let me, sometimes, like, I don't know. Like, it could be something that I don't see, and that could pop off, though. That's true. And I'm like, okay. That's true. Not my thing. Not for, because it's like, if somebody's selling, I don't know, like, baseball bats or something, and, like, I don't play, like, if it's something useful that I need or something that, you know, and I actually enjoy it, then that's the stuff that I want to plug and promote. One, I'm not an influencer, so it's not like I get paid for my opinions on social media, but, like, I feel like because I don't just constantly post everything that everybody I know does, Mm -hmm. then, like, when I do post things, I think people can trust it a little more. Okay. Makes sense. I like it. Okay. All right. Can we get into these gender roles? Yes. All right. So for context, guys, season three, episode 22. Hey, we got one more episode, guys, and then I'm done for the season. Wow. I remember when I first dropped the trailer, and now we're at episode 23. I always drop. I always, I'm, I'm just giving you guys 23 in a clip. All right. <laughs> so if you have not watched, if this is your first time watching it, please go back and watch the rest of it. Okay. So let's talk about gender roles and let's just drop that definition before we just dive into a conversation. So gender roles are social roles encompassing a range of behaviors and attitudes that are genuinely considered acceptable, appropriate, or desirable for a person based on that person's biological or perceived sex. Everybody got that? All right. So when we're talking about stereotypes of gender roles, because there are some out here, they go into four categories, <laughs> personality-wise. So a lot of times we think women are what, Ania? That's Emotional. Probably. Right. And we think that men are more self-confident, aggressive, because when we see a woman who's aggressive, then we try to talk bad about them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, domestic. So we think that women are going to be doing more cooking and men doing more what, Ania? Mm, providing, working right. outside From- of the home. Right. Bring home that bacon, right? Or that bread. Mm-hmm. That guap. All right. That guap. <laughs> All right. Occupation-wise, we're going to think that women tend to be more nurses and more teachers, where men are going to be like more mechanics and more engineers, stuff like that. And also physical. We're going to think more women should be a little bit more dainty, a little bit more tall, a little bit thinner, where we think should guys should be muscular. So those are just some of the stereotypes that we come across in gender roles. And if you have one, Guess what? You can comment. You're you're a part of this conversation. Drop it below. Okay. All right. So, you know what? My first question to you, Ania, at this point, do we even need gender roles? Like everything's so fluid nowadays. Do we even need it? For me, no. Okay. Um, because I think your strengths as a person can come in so many different forms, regardless of your gender. Um, So, yeah. Just leave it up to the couple. Yeah. I I will say I think that gender roles are needed as a guideline for the most part, but they should not be concrete. And and that concrete idea of gender roles, it can hurt you. Mm-hmm. you could be taken advantage of as well as it can hurt you. Um, and it doesn't allow people to be able to transition and move. Some of the things that you think about when you think about gender roles, 
they were not based upon the times that we have now. Right? You know, women are making a lot more than men. Men may not, we all making a lot more money. And so let's say that you have a woman who's making double that a man should make. Should we hold him to the, the stereotype? How much should a man make, Gary? A man should make whatever he wants to make. Oh, okay. You said however much a man should make. I'm like, what's the... Give me the, the guidelines because I need to know when I'm I, out here. I think, I think a man... I think people should be able to fund and finance whatever they want. Got it. So, you know, you no should... No number. But... Yeah, there's no number. Yeah, I don't... How can I tell somebody a set number on how much they should make? You should make enough to take care of your family. Take care of yourself and take care of your family. Whatever that number is, if it's a million dollars, then it's a million dollars. If it's a thousand dollars every two weeks, then it's a thousand dollars every two weeks. It's whatever you whatever you use. I think that yeah. if let's say that you have a woman who makes double the, the amount that a man makes, should he be, I guess, emasculated because she makes more than him? And should she, you know. Not saying that this happens, but we see so many diverse situations where we're talking about who pays all the bills, who does this, who gets fed first. And I'm just sick of those diverse, <laughs> um, not diverse, but just very, you know, they're trying to separate us and divide us. Yeah. And conversation is like, yo, whatever works for your house. Yeah. You or know? instead of like the answers or what people are looking for in response to those, if it was more about, a partnership and working together, more of a collaborative right. thing, then I think the mindset of people would change over time. Yeah, but some people don't like that. I remember seeing a question about dating and I am, I will say that I'm traditional, that I think that of course in the beginning stages, the first date that a man should pay. But mm -hmm. I'm also in this day and time flexible that if I was dating someone that if they were sort of adamant about, you know, going Dutch for the first date or something like that, then you would be okay with that. If a woman asked you out and then paid, how would you feel? I it doesn't it it in my past did not really it didn't really happen a lot like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't feel away. It's happened. I did that once. Yeah, it's happened. You're right. I but I, I think that people that say, oh, a man has to pay. I think that sometimes in both situations that we have people that are using those gender roles to try to manipulate situations. Of course. But that is with everything and anything. Right. So I do think that gender roles, I do like the idea of gender roles and give you a general idea of what's going on, but I don't think that we should be held concretely to them. If a person doesn't want to be held to them like that, that's it. Okay. Right? That's fair. Right. I like that. All right. Um, so, and when when you think about gender roles and relationships, what what pops to your mind? Um, when I think about gender roles, I think about women doing a lot of labor within the household. But I think because we're talking about this in the context of today, that those same women also work outside of the household, mm -hmm. and also carries or does a great deal of the emotional labor as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. in the relationship. Um, I think traditional gender roles for men mean, you know, he's a provider, he's the breadwinner, he makes more than the woman. He, you know, gets the car fixed and takes out the trash and mm -hmm. like is responsible for like the lawn or whatever it is. Um, 
those sorts of things. And like you saying, in the context of dating, like paying for the first date or, you know, opening doors or being chivalrous in general, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that, uh, like, I know for me, I'm taking out trash. I'm taking I would out, not fight a man on that. Right. I'm taking out trash. I'm getting the lawn. <laughs> now, I may not even cut the lawn, honestly. I got a lot of stuff going on. Get so somebody I, to do it. But you, that I, would be your responsibility. I, I have, right. You know, getting the oil change and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like there are some things that, yeah, they happen. Um, you know, everyone I've ever, everyone, I'm, every woman that I have ever dealt with, you know, I've been typically responsible for the car. And it's, it's just a, something that happens, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I don't cook, I don't clean, or I don't take care of, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, that traditional idea that like, hey, a man's supposed to do this. Like, I don't know how to build a house, but I could pay somebody to build a house. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. and it's not to say I can't get, I, I, I enjoy getting my hands dirty. I can get my hands dirty, you know, and I do get my hands dirty, but it doesn't mean that because I don't know how to uh, fix my own brakes doesn't mean that that makes, that, 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 make, that makes a man less of a man. It's certain things mm-hmm. I think we have so much on a person and they don't have to do these things. Right. Um, so like in, in dating, you know, I think that it's okay to identify what your what your what you feel as though is a vibe, what what you feel as though are things that you want to see mm-hmm. and, and just talk about it. But also you can't just have a person just trying to impose their gender roles on you. Like, oh, you have to do this. Like, all right. I've had that as well. All right. I so didn't, that didn't work out so well. A good question that you brought up before. Do you think that gender roles are, is it nature? Is it, are we learning it? Does it come from where, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, but I think we both agree on, on that. It's a great deal of, of nurture in that it's something we're socialized. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being on clubhouse in a room with 21 Savage. Cause like I said, I only go on clubhouse for the mess. So I was in a room with him and he was talking about how girls and boys um, go through puberty at different times. And that's why girls are more mature. There's like a year difference. And when like girls typically start puberty versus boys, it's like girls typically start at maybe eight. That's the low end of their range. And boys is nine. So I'm like, you got to give me another. Right another reason because that's not big enough of a disparity in time to justify like that mentality persisting for so long. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's biological. I think that it's just a matter of how we're treating young ladies and how we're treating young men. Absolutely. What we're allowing, what we're, we're not allowing, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. So I think that, you know, I do like the idea of gender roles. Like, all right, let's talk about dating. Like, how would you feel if a man said to you, hey, we're getting to know each other the first date. Let's go Dutch. How do you feel about that? Because we're going to get into some of these divisive statements that I've seen. How are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about that? Mm, I wouldn't really be with that, to be honest. But I think the person that asked someone out should just pay. Like, I'm definitely that friend that, like, if I go out with like a friend or two, I don't feel like squabbling over the check. I just be like, I'll just get it okay. or whatever. So I don't have an issue like no. paying, even if I'm, you know, because I, like I told you, I asked a guy out once on a first date and I asked him out. So I paid and it was not a cheap meal. Like 
You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm like, I asked him. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But if a man asks me out, I'm going to need you to find a place and okay. then pay for that place. Set it, set it up. Yeah. I, I only asked one woman in my entire lifetime to go, not even Dutch, because to me, Dutch means you're splitting it down the middle. Mm-hmm. But I, but okay. So my my viewpoint on you know it's a small percentage of women that try to take advantage of men, and mm-hmm. it's a small event, small percentage of men that try to take advantage of women. Like what you know, about small? See what she just did, that guy. See how I she didn't <laughs> she did not have an issue with me saying a small amount of women, but then she said something about the small amount of men. See, look at that. Mm-mm-mm. And honestly, I would say that when I have conversations about dating, maybe that is a blind spot that I have because of the oh, friendship man. group that I have. Right. Because okay. I don't know a lot of those type of women. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think out of the seven billion people on this planet, I think it's a small percentage of men and women who try to take advantage of the other person as far as like getting free meals and stuff like that. Or, you know, a guy may want to have sex very early. I mean, I think that it happens. Right, but I so think that, that has happened to me a lot with guys trying to either get to a date or once we're on the date trying to get some. How many women do you know with certainty that you've been out with that have were just present for a free meal? I've I've only came across one, but I l- would like to think that I, I I'm a very active listener, and I like to just talk to the person. And I think that a person that just wants to sleep with you or a person that just wants to come out for a free meal, I think they make their intentions known very early. Right. But sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, and that's my part of my point is like sometimes we don't even make it to the to the date part because I can tell. But even the people that have made it to that, sometimes it's just this like little slyness that's like, OK. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You can uh, go on and give me some. I'm, I'm pretty sure your percentage of men who have done that, who have tried to sleep with you early, is going to be less than my percentage of women who have tried to done that. Or more. It, yeah, yeah. I, I think that. I mean, it, it doesn't happen. I mean, it's happened to me. But I mean, I, I guess I could just tell very early. Like, if you got somebody that's really hard pressed about going out, and it, you're you really are just conversing, then something's up, you know. Mm-hmm. But like. I, I wanted to test my theory on the person. And what I did was I said, hey, it, I, I, I said that, you know, hey, um, I know that, you know, there's a lot of pressure on people for the first date. Right. But how about we do this? How about I pay for the meal and you pay for the drinks? Now, I typically don't do that. When I was when I was with my ex-wife, I don't think she paid for a meal the first year. Mm-hmm. Right. But that was me being young. And I, I would, I would not, uh, I would not be with somebody who did that to me now. Like if they let me go a whole year without paying, like we're not even friends. Yeah. Um, but what happened was I just wanted to see in reference to this person. Mm-hmm. And I was right because when I said, Hey, let's go out, let's just enjoy ourselves. No pressure. I'll pay for the meal and you pay for the drinks. And she was mm-hmm. dead set against that. She was almost offended. I said, why are you, why are you, you know, why, what's the problem? Like if, if that's, if we're having, I want someone to mutually invest in the good time. I think that, you know, so I think that in reference to dating, if a man is coming across a lot of women who are just trying to go out for a meal, 
I don't think that it's a, a secret. I don't think that it's a, a I don't think nobody's that slick enough to be able to do that. It's only happened. and sometimes men the signs that maybe just for women as well, like they just overlook those things because they're maybe physically attracted and they're like, Well, if I do meet her in person, maybe we could have sex. Right. But I think that if a man is <clears throat> ready to tell you he wants to sleep with you off top, I think that the conversation is gonna border that. They're not gonna be reserved. Or or maybe, well, I guess you probably would answer that. Do the men who make their intentions know that they just want to sleep with you? I've seen both. Okay. And so I've, I've experienced both. I mean, of course, there are a lot of guys that are very upfront about that, or at least, yeah, um, they kind of put that type of energy out there. But I've also dealt with guys that um, were just a little bit more slick about it. And then when we went, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I think Tom Tom reveals stuff like that. I mean, I'm not For sure. I, yeah, I think that there's a percentage on both, and I think that conversations and time will reveal that. Because I know if, if mm-hmm. I'm like call for coffee, I, some people get offended. I've, I've I've heard that when I was dating. Yeah, you know? and I don't mind that because I mean, <clears throat> I know? don't really want to sit across uh, from someone at dinner for like an hour that I don't really like. So I think just grabbing coffee or going to happy hour, it's cool because yeah. it kind of, it takes the pressure off. It's not as formal. Right. It's not as much of a monetary investment or a time investment if things aren't going well. There you go. I, I remember I was on a date. <laughs> oh man, this was a, a minute ago. I was on a date and this person was just so, just trying to be like controversial after like every statement, but then we'll just be hypocritical about it. Or she would just say very contradictory statements. Like mm. I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm divorced. And she was like, Oh, I, I would never get divorced. I'm like, okay, that's, that's your, I, I understand that there are people who believe that, right. but then later on said, Oh, I can't stand a liar. And I said, so if you were in a relationship with somebody and you were married to this person, they would lie to you. What would happen? Right. And you just going to stay. Right. Just going to right. Get out of here. But I think that in reference to that, it's, it is a small portion of people, both men and women, that that happens to. And I think that we have to just be mindful, let time elapse and just... No, you're right. You know, you can make a minor uh, minor investment without mm-hmm. trying to like... I, I'm in a Facebook group and they were talking about like, oh, it's $250 uh, expensive for a date. And my response was, I guess it depends on the person and what I'm doing. A first date? I mean, it depends on the event, though. Yeah, like what if what if we go into a cup? What if like who's your favorite artist right now? Like current artist? Mm, I've been listening to hotels nonstop, so we're gonna push Jasmine Sullivan. Okay, so Jasmine Sullivan was having a concert here, and mm-hmm. you were talking to a guy, and he was like, Oh, you know, hey, um, oh, she's in town. Mm-hmm. If tickets were one hundred dollars, yeah, that's two hundred dollars right there, right? Yeah, I think that is actually I have had a concert first date. Actually, it's not a bad first date. Yeah, so I, I think because we went to dinner first and then hit the concert. Right, that's oh, what I'm saying. Right. So I think that it, but it also depends on the person. Like I think that it's just you know, people. Yeah, two hundred dollars is expensive relative to your income. Like true. You know, right. when I was in college dating, if I was spending two hundred dollars or what do you say two fifty? Yeah. 
But yeah, we can say between two and two fifty. But <laughs> when I told you about that date that I treated to with that guy, I definitely spent two hundred dollars on that date. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, me. we dated for a very long time after. That. All right, then. so but. And I see people that they really try to use the gender roles and try to be extreme with it because they because by you them using the gender role, they don't have to do certain things. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I remember seeing a woman who I remember online, she had a whole statement, a whole post about all the things she wanted to man. And guess what? Here on the C Plan Do Show, you have a right to get whatever you want. All right. <laughs> and so she wanted to be with this guy, and like she was like, Oh, the guy that I want. She listed like 15 things. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, that's a great list. What do you bring to the table? It was like five things. I swear it was like five. Maybe she was just giving you a sample. No, she wrote the whole list out. Why would she write 15 things on that list but not say what she brings to the table? And and the third thing was like vagina. Okay. Last time I checked, 99.9% of women have a vagina. And like a half percent of men. So like what you talk about, so like what you talk about, right? So I think that sometimes I see how people try to manipulate the idea of gender roles. Like, you know what I see? Um, let's say that two two adults can have a disagreement in an argument, right? Mm-hmm. But I've seen some women at times create an argument, and then when a man is debating with them, their go-to instead of sort of being pro their argument or anti or against that person's argument or you know, whatever, they try to say. Oh, a man shouldn't be arguing with a woman. You're like, what the fuck? Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, we're adults and we can have a conversation. Yeah, I honestly, I don't get that one. But, but that's I'm gonna argue with whoever. Yeah, anybody can get it. If I'm not, you know, but I, I just, I just babies, find babies, dogs, funny that men, women, old people, babies. Okay, they want to go if they could talk. If they want that smoke, huh? You know, so with gender roles, like I, I, I again. I, my viewpoint is, is that, yeah, it's a good guideline on certain things. Like me yeah. teaching Logan about chivalry and stuff like that, you know, and certain things I'm going to be teaching Lauren. But, you know, they're different. There may be different paths, but respecting people and communicating, those going to be staple things that happen no matter what's going on. Yeah. All right. What is, what is something that you feel as though gender role wise that this is a thing for you? And I don't think you answered that earlier. What is it like? Yeah, this is it. Um, so I think for me in the dating phase, I do expect the man to be a little bit more, um, to take the lead more, to take more initiative, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it's hard to discern genuine interest without, like, to me, that is how I discern genuine interest. If the person is actually making an effort and doing certain things versus just kind of like, you know, chilling in the background, waiting for me to make a move. It's like, okay, do you want to talk to me and date me? And you know what I'm saying? So I need to see that. So, yeah. yeah. Guess what? That's society, right? Society says that a man should be reaching out and talking to a woman. That's why Bumble came out. Well, Bumble came out, the dating site Bumble, because it's a lot of guys that are weirdos and they made mm-hmm. it hard for women, so women can go first. I right. remember I was on Bumble. I remember I was on there, and when people, when women were trying to talk to me, it seemed awkward for them. I guess they were like, "It huh? is," and I'm it, like, I'm not gonna all, the stuff, "All the stuff that I gotta say." <laughs> oh, you, know, you could just say hi, and that's it. And then I'm like, "Hey, <clears throat> excuse me." I'll say, "Hey," 
And then they'd be like, just right back on me. And I'm like, okay. You know, so. Yeah. That used to be like my pickup line on Bumble about how like I was nervous to make the first move and it being weird and all that stuff. And guys would just eat that shit up. Oh, I'm wow. like, I'm like, I honestly don't play, care. Play that exactly. So you, <laughs> wow. I heard it here first. Y'all just heard it. She's manipulating the gender I mean, role on a man being a provider. They ate it up. No, that has nothing to do with providing, but just no. them yeah, taking oh, the right, taking the lead. So you yeah. really weren't really nervous. No. But wow, wow, guys, look at that right here. Wow, wow. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, I think we're, we're on the same page as far as gender roles. What is something that you think should be gone? Like this gender role should be out of here. Um. I think the provider thing mixed with the household responsibility thing. Cause I think they kind of work in tandem yeah. where like when men feel like they are bringing in the money that the woman should be doing more. Honestly, sometimes it's not even necessarily the case where he's bringing in more money, mm-hmm. but they still have an expectation of women to like work inside the home and outside. And I think I have seen that definitely that um, additional like they call it invisible labor that women do. It's very stressful. I think that's why so many women struggle with like stress and heart disease and anxiety and all these things because of that, of feeling like they have to do it all. They have to be, um, you know, working moms, you know. Yeah, I definitely Um, see that where. I know a woman who's married and she was stressed because not only did she have to work, but when she came home, she had to cook and stuff like that. And he was right. coming early and I'm like, well, damn, why he ain't do that? And you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, for, I'm for partnership. And I think the evolution about being together is that it's nothing wrong with people. Like you said earlier, people having the strengths to what they're doing. Right. But I think that when, when we have it, we're so, so oppressive. Mm-hmm. That's where we have problems, you know. I, yeah, I, I want so rigid. Have a partnership. Whatever you're good at, you focus on that. You know, whatever I'm good at, we focus on that. So, yeah, yeah I agree a hundred percent. I think that that's not really upheld or like you know praised. I guess I think it's starting to change with like younger generations of people, but you know. I'm in my thirties and people my age still can be very traditional when it comes to that. And I I think that, you know, it it could be a, I I think it's three types of categories that somebody holding on to very traditional ones. One, it could be, of course, that's what they learned. Mm -hmm. I will say that I think that, you know, the second one is that society. And I think that the third, and and it probably could be a very small portion is that some people, because they're able to not, uh, that if they're able to take advantage of the gender role ideas, then they don't have to do all of the, all the work, men and women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so yeah. you, I don't, I don't see gender roles leaving, but I do see them evolving and people are, are working together and stuff like that. And certain things that probably wouldn't be a thing when my dad was growing up, you know, may not be a thing. I remember when my dad called me Mr. Mom, because I was like, they came over and I was like making dinner. I'm like, I didn't know making dinner was a, a woman thing. Yeah. They created a whole movie called Mr. Mom. That's nuts. Yeah. That so. was like a real thing. And if there's one thing that 
COVID and being quarantined and stuff has taught me because since I'm home, I'm like, okay, let me get some new furniture pieces. Let me like really decorate my space. But having to like hang curtains and put furniture together and move couches and all this stuff, I'm like, I'm not every moment. I cannot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I Isn't can't do it all. You can't get, you get task rabbit. That can. I mean, I have no used them for some things. I had um, somebody fix my dresser. Because um, I was like, ooh, I can go to Home Depot and get some plywood. And I was mm -hmm. like, girl, no. You can hire somebody to do it. There you go. There you go. Save yourself the trouble. So I know when to really try to get some help, but it's like, it's different with having a partner that's there, that's there every day helping you out. Right. And I think it's even worse to be in a relationship and not have that help. <laughs> Because there are plenty of people that feel single yep. that are partners, either in a relationship or married, and their partner does not help. Yeah, they got to get out. But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Guess what? This was fun. This is so much fun. No, thank you for coming on the show. Guess what, guys? That is the end of this show. And then how can people connect with you? How, you know, if you want to put your information out there, how can people... They can. They can. They can't. See, wow. No. They cannot. <laughs> all right, sorry guys. Sorry, we cannot. Don't jump in her inbox. Don't do any of that. Yeah, Just I'm. I'm all set. No. Right, she's all set. All right, well, the C plan do show. That's what y'all can do. Hey, there we go. All right, I'm leave a comment to Gary. Tell us, you know, what you thought about the episode. How gender roles play in your relationship and dating, and you know, let us know what's up. See how she boosting up the show. All right, guys, that is the end <laughs> of the show. Ania, thank you so much for stopping thank by. You, All right, man, this is awesome. Hey, guess what? You catch not only this episode, but every single episode, every single episode, all the way back to season one. Guess what? We're coming up with one more episode. So binge watch all, binge watch or binge listen to all of these episodes. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Make sure you check it out. You can always check them out on cplandoshow.com. If you're looking to support, if you want to promote your goods, your services, your products, and if you want to be a part of the show, make sure you hit me up. I am now opening up for season four for those promotional opportunities. Make sure you get it. Make sure you get on top of that. The numbers are growing each and every day, each and every episode. So I want to make sure that you get out into an audience that is growing. I'm, and I'm just going to subscribe to the Patreon because... I think it might turn into OnlyFans type of material over there. So I'm going to highlight the Patreon. I mean, for never mind. Nope. <laughs> if, if I did an OnlyFans, y'all would be mad. Because I think the OnlyFans <laughs> y'all thinking that I would offer would be me like making like breakfast or something like that. <laughs> me like doing the robot. Maybe like refund me my fucking money. <laughs> it was, the only, I, I thought about doing the uh, silhouette challenge, but it was going to be me like, like <laughs> scooping up. Or like me making the bed. Imagine that. Imagine like. <laughs> but guess what? It, speaking of Patreon, I, again, like I said, I'm going to be dropping this week uh, new content right on there. Exclusive content that you cannot get by listening to the show. So make sure you support for a cup of coffee for a, a small happy hour appetizer. You can greatly support this show. And guess what? Last but certainly not least. Thank you guys for watching and listening to this show. All right. You are the best. You. I know you think it's me, right? I'm a two, but you are number one. You are numero uno. Me familia, me call it zone. All right. You are the best part of the show. So until we see each other again, until we talk again, 
And until we share those special, special moments, man, always remember, guys, to see, plan, and do. Same, so I'll see you the same life coach time, uh, same life coaching channel. All right. Bye, guys.